And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Jason Hyde here in the bunker. We are live. A little bit late. Apologies for the delay. I had a family thing that ran long this morning, and so now we are playing catch-up. And uh, I'm not going to take... We're going to. We're still going to wrap up at... One o'clock. So this is only going to be about a 20 minute show, but it gives me enough time to focus on one topic and 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 get a concentrated rant in here because holy cow. If this is true and I don't have any reason to doubt that it is at this point, given what I've seen in other places But a bombshell hit the web yesterday. A lot of people have been talking about this. Now, I want to I want to set this up for for just a brief moment, because I know a lot of uh, people who are into genre. You may be into science fiction, fantasy, horror. You might not be into comic books. I get it. But I want to beg your indulgence on this because it is a microcosm of everything else. And I want to propose an idea that we stop calling it a cancel culture and start calling them a cancel cult because that's how these people are behaving. And in the comics industry, there is, and and a lot of people have suspected this, but now we are starting to see stories that prove the existence of insider groups cabals, secret cabals, if you will, if you want to get really, you know, extemporaneous on it, people plotting and scheming to do harm to reputations, to do harm to employment opportunities, to publishing contracts, and all of that stuff. Things that people have been saying for years were going on, and and the professionals in the industry, we're poo-pooing the idea. Oh, you're just being paranoid. Oh, it's just making stuff up. You know, rah, 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 comics gate, rah, 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 rah. Cut to July 8th. Bleedingfool.com. Uh, the byline, Penny Parker, I do not know if this is uh, a nom de plume or if this is uh, a, a person uh, with an actual identity of Penny Parker. The headline, Expose, the Whisper Network exists and seeks to destroy male comic pros. I'm not going to go through this entire thing, but it is <sighs> staggering what this could do to the comics industry. Uh, the the Whisper Network... Now, we had we had been hearing stories about this, and, and the Comicsgate people... Uh, I, I monitor several of their channels, and a number of them, not just Ethan Vanskyver, but a number of them have been talking about this. Uh, this. This inside group, uh, and, and we've heard that people like Gail Simone, Sam Humphreys, uh, uh, Mags Visaggio, uh, uh, Heather Antos, and we, the whole Comicsgate thing uh, has been around for a while, but even, even going back as far as Gamergate, with the, with the Gamer Journos Pro 
secret board, the discussion boards that were going on there between all of the different game media uh, people that were that were conspiring and and uh, consorting to present a particular narrative. This is not anything new. But now we have an actual report that details some of what's been going on. And I'm going to skip I'm going to skip down a little bit of this because this we we don't have a whole lot of time, but the 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 names are here that we've seen in other places. So I'm just going to scroll down just a little bit here because this is where things get interesting. We have Gail Simone. We have uh, Heather Antos. Is he here? Industries are small. People talk. Okay. What people? Here's Alex DeCampi. January 8th, 2020. Alex DeCampi, who I would cons- who I would discover is one of the most act- active Whisper Network members, openly admits there's a network. No idea if this was a brazen a slip or a brazen attempt to show off power and influence, but this, a lot of this has been posted on Twitter. It would be interesting to see how many of these people start deleting tweets. Uh, so those of you who have Social Blade accounts, I'd say let's go take a look. But here's here's all of these things. Stephanie Cook. Now, I, we've seen Stephanie Cook's name pop up with regard to Sean Gordon Murphy. Megs Visaggio has has come out and, and laid uh, allegations against Sean Gordon Murphy as well. In addition to threatening customers with physical harm, as has Gabby Rivera. All right, so... This person, this Penny Parker, whoever's writing this article, I'm going to assume that that's an alias at this point until somebody tells me otherwise. This is, right here, the secret Facebook group that until now was only suspected. Comic book women. Look at this. 443 members in this group. It is... The usual suspects, Gail Simone, Zoe Quinn, Alex DeCampi, Magdalene Francis is Max Visaggio, Heidi McDonald from the Comics Beat. Now, this is not a comics person except for the comics media. So we have a Gamergate layer here, a, a, a Gamergate type of situation where the, the professionals, so-called, and the, and the creators, because it, with Gamergate, it was journalists having having undisclosed relationships, whether they were fiduciary relationships or personal relationships with the game developers. Now we have the comics media and the comics creators here in a group that nobody knows exists. Tamara Bondolin, she's a colorist. Um, uh, Margaret Scott uh, was a writer on Batgirl, I believe. Zoe Quinn, of course, if anybody has been paying attention, you all know about Zoe Quinn. I'm not going to get into that. <coughs> Heather Marie is Heather Antos, senior editor at Valiant. So we get into this. They've denied for years they coordinate their actions in private. 
and yet they always coincidentally appear on Twitter retweeting and amplifying each other's accusations, signal-boosting one another, helping them gain traction, and their allies in the media, Bleeding Cool and Comic Book Resources specifically, will turn those same tweets into stories almost instantly with no fact-checking or verification, sometimes within the hour. Now, I've seen Rich Johnson do this I don't know how many times. He is notorious for this kind of crap. This continues on. Alex DeCampi. Now, this is where it starts to get interesting here, folks. Now, uh, again, we put the disclaimer on here that this is not for anybody under 13 because default mode and all of that. So there are going to be some words here, and I'm not going to read it word for word, but you can see in all of this, conspiring and consorting schemes and scams as we call them in in certain circles and and this is this is a troubling but not surprising element of the comics industry this is the kind of crap that has to stop in order for any industry not just comics i'm going to i'm 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 we're focusing on comics here but i'm going to drill down and focus right there because this is where the information is but i want people to understand this is a microcosm of everything that's going on everywhere in the entertainment industry in the literary world in the games world everywhere this kind of bs is going on we saw it happen with the hugo awards back in 2015 and that has not stopped. It's it's going on in the science fiction and fantasy writers of America. People are getting blacklisted. People are getting shunned. People are getting kicked out of various organizations. People are getting depersoned, deplatformed, attacked. Dan Frega got his his YouTube channel nuked yesterday or the day before because he got mass flagged. We have YouTube pulling multiple videos down. I this this one could get could get yanked. Who knows? And for the record, I am not suicidal. Alex DeCampi, here is a, a post within this this secret group talking about Richard Meyer's gra uh, graphic novel Jawbreakers. Now, I was not aware, and and from all of the things that I've I've seen so far, nobody has uh, has said that they knew anything about this Simon & Schuster deal. We knew that Jawbreakers was going to get published at Antarctic Press. We know that Mark Wade made a phone call because he admitted to it on Facebook. This is not a baseless accusation. Mark Wade publicly announced for all to see that he made a phone call to Antarctic Press. And not 24 hours later, Antarctic Press had pulled their publishing contract with Richard Meyer over Jawbreakers, uh, which is the subject of Meyer's tortious interference lawsuit against Mark Wade currently in the courts. But we have here Alex DeCampi, who doesn't have anything to do with this uh, Jawbreakers project and doesn't have anything to do with the publisher's of the Jawbreaker project, but wanting to pull put her two cents worth in here and interfere with the contract. Apparently, Richard Meyer's graphic novel Jawbreakers is going to be distributed by Simon and Schuster. I have all those folks on mute for sanity reasons, but if anyone finds out more details on this, please let me know so I can talk to my folks at Simon and Schuster and try to stop it from happening. That's tortious interference, Alex. Tamara Bonvalin, 
I saw that someone said this. Who knows how true it is? They're also threatening to sue Mark Wade uh, using some FTC, FTC regulations. It's called tortious interference. When there is a contract and you take an action that breaks that contract, that causes that contract to be to to be broken, if you take an action to cause one or other party to be in breach of that contract, it's called tortious interference. It's a legal term. You can look it up. I don't know all of these names here, but in addition to contacting the publisher, others in the Whisper Network coordinated their efforts to contact media outlets to have the narrative change according to the post in the thread. Now, this is possibly... As, as the writer says here, possibly defamation, tortious interference. So Richard Meyer, if this is true, I will allow that I will allow that there is a possibility that this could be all taken out of context and misconstrued. I don't believe that for a second, but I'm going to allow for the possibility. But if true, if these people are, are planning ahead, to interfere with a publishing contract, then Mr. Meyer's uh, lawsuit could expand its scope. I would imagine, if it's true, I, I, I'll 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 be as fair as I can be. Now, continuing through here, now this is uh, publishing private uh, private messages between Alex DeCampi and Max Bemis. I don't I don't know the story behind this, so I'm going to skip this for now. Uh, on August 26, 2018, DeCampi singled out Cullen Bunn for a private bullying campaign in an attempt to damage his career. Cullen Bunn is not a conservative. Now, this is where it starts to get interesting here because Cullen Bunn is not not conservative, and here we are talking about how do we how do we go after this guy but again it's the same people Mariah McCourt Tamara Bonvillain Kat Staggs Stephanie Cook Now here we go here. Again, Alex DeCampi. I've heard from artist friends that Dynamite has basically stopped paying freelancers and its accounting department isn't responding to anyone. So if you're waiting on checks from them or working away on books from them, maybe a backup plan. Okay, so this one here, I saw a, a stream from Art T-Bear uh, who had a, a few people on there and, and there, were other, there were other streams where other professional artists were in the streams and they say there have been a number of times where... All of the publishers have been late in paying their talent. This is not anything new, apparently. And why they would single out Dynamite out of all of this, I, who knows? Except you have this. Mag's posting, CEO of Dynamite popped into a Comicsgate stream, uh, Comics stream to donate money. So that's a, 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 a super chat, as it were, I guess. I don't know which stream it was. I don't know who it was. So uh, I, this, this I would have to do some digging on. But <clears throat> stop and consider 
that Dynamite has has started running Indiegogo projects for variant covers. Uh, Indiegogo campaigns for variant covers uh, involving Vampirella. Uh, they've done a Cyberfrog Vampirella variant. Uh, Anna, that Star Wars girl, did a variant cover for them. Uh, they've run, oh, I don't know, three or four or five different ones because it's Vampirella's uh, anniversary, I think 50th anniversary this year. And the book seems to be doing really well in sales. Uh, it, it came out of the gate gangbusters, Christopher Priest write, writing that one now. And uh, by all accounts that I've seen is, uh, is a success. And so Indiegogo has been capitalizing on that, and people who have been wanting to do variant covers, they raised they raised the money on the on the campaigns for this. And some of them have been Comics Gate artists, so maybe that's why Dynamite becomes a target, because they're not bending the knee. Speculation on my part, but it but it holds up to everything that we've seen so far. Uh, then. We had this, you know, the comics pledge that went around here not too long ago, and we've taken screenshots of as many of them as I've seen that reposted this. Scott Snyder was one of them, Alex DeCampi reposting and going after Scott Snyder. Now, Scott Snyder, to me, I have not seen him do, outside of his little little dig at Dean Kane. I haven't really seen him do a lot in the way of cultural or political or anything like that on his on his Twitter feed. He's smart that way. If you're a comic book writer and you're in the public eye and you've got a t you've got a social media presence, then use that to sell your comic book. Um, don't don't get into the weeds on everything else. Now, here we go. Uh, this still spells out. Uh, Alex DeCampi apparently is is a darling for a, a number of people, but Rich Johnson apparently has this has this thing uh, for her because legendary comic creator and innovator, uh, former bleeding tool, uh, bleeding cool columnist. Well, there there you go. Because if if Alex DeCampi worked at Bleeding Cool, and Bleeding Cool is covering Alex DeCampi. And saying legendary comic creator Alex DeCampi's got something like 30, 30 titles to to her name. Alex DeCampi is not legendary, all right. John Byrne is legendary. Stan Lee is legendary. Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, uh, Jose uh, 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 Philip uh, Jose. Oh, I, I knew I was going to mess this up. <sighs> Jim Steranko. And and that group, those are legendary comics creators. All right, George Perez, Jeanette Kahn. Don't don't give me Alex DeCampi as legendary because she hasn't earned that yet. Here we go again. DeCampi is one of the greatest living comic book writers. I, you know what? I haven't. I don't. I I am not aware that I've read anything from Alex DeCampi, so I don't know if if DeCampi is a good writer or not. But this kind of hyperbole in an in a in a news article, and I use that term loosely, it's just this kind of crap, and, and of course this is only part one. 
This is part one of a series. So who knows what else is going to be coming. The tea is being spilled, folks. But it goes to a bigger problem. It indicates, it is, it is indicative of a bigger thing. And, and we see this now with the Harper's letter, the Harper's Magazine letter, uh, basically saying, hey, this cancel culture thing is kind of getting out of hand because um, we're starting to target each other. It's starting to become a circular firing squad here, and we're not supposed to be doing it that way. We're only supposed to be going after the Trump supporters, not each other. Because as soon as this thing gets published, and I'm not going to go through this all because you know you can you can find this other places. People have been talking about this for a while now. But as soon as the thing gets published, people start to look at who signed it, and some of the people who signed it see some of the other people who signed it and think, well, I don't really want to have my name on there with somebody else, so they want to unsign it now. Thus illustrating the futility of what it is that they're actually trying to do. Folks, the cancel cult needs to be shut down. If you don't agree with somebody, fine. Don't buy, don't buy their product. You don't like how they act. You don't like how they treat their customers. You don't like their content. You don't like how they write something. You don't like their art. Okay, fine. That's a subjective thing. But to actively coordinate a campaign to damage reputations, to do harm to careers, that's criminal. That is immoral, unethical, unprofessional, and downright stupid. It is beyond the pale that there are people out there. It's, it, again, don't get me wrong. I am absolutely 100% not surprised at any of this at all. Because of the things that I have seen on social media for some of these people, none of this surprises me. But it is beyond the pale that the same people who profess to have these progressive values are not very progressive at all. It's ridiculous. And it's going to get worse before it gets better, but hopefully it gets better. All right. If you want a sticker to show your support of the channel, here's how you get one. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Sci-Fi for Me, 1503 Main Street, number 305, Grandview, Missouri, 64030. Uh, for those of you who are looking to, uh, to send something uh, stupid there, uh, don't because that's not our actual physical location. It's an off-site address, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want a sticker or if you want to send us something for a review, we're happy to take it. So there it is. Uh, in the meantime, uh, if you are uh, if you're new to the channel, I don't normally rant this terribly. I really don't. But this this just sticks in my craw that this kind of behavior continues. Um, so 
uh, like, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, hit the bell, all of that, all of that good stuff. And uh, we are going to be off tomorrow. No show tomorrow because it's Friday. I'm still debating the whole open line, free for all Friday type of thing. So if we decide to do that, it'll be coming, but not tomorrow. Tomorrow we've got some other things that we got to take care of. So we will be back on Monday with a brand new conversation live from the bunker and uh no yeah we uh we have a subscribe star account if you want to send us money otherwise keep watching like subscribe comment share thanks for watching folks this has been a presentation of sci-fi for me radio copyright 2020 by flaming dog media llc all rights reserved no portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.